Today, I want to share how this one simple tactic can amplify your reach in just one hour, and it doesn't include a single social media post. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to Sales Without Socials. If you too are mentally exhausted from the constantly changing algorithms, you're not going to return on the blood, sweat, and tears you put into your social media efforts, and know there must be a better way to market your business, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Tanya Williams. I love pink, wearing four-inch heels, and being the sparkly chief of everything at Digital Conversations. In the last six months, I have transformed my business growth by doubling down on the marketing strategies that actually work, and that doesn't include Facebook ads, reels, or silly TikToks. So if you're like me and you're sick of being on the social media hamster wheel and want to focus your time on marketing strategies that don't suck your time without a result, then make sure you subscribe and keep listening. Are you with me? Let's dive in. And oh, you know what? Let's have a little bit of fun along the way. Hello and welcome to the Sales Without Socials podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Williams, Chief of Everything at Digital Conversations, a Brisbane-based marketing consultant and trainer helping B2B service-based business owners with simple marketing tactics to generate new business and increase the eyeballs on your brand. Before I deep dive into today's episode, I'd invite you to download Social Free Sales, which covers seven ways to supercharge your sales without a single social media post. Now, these are just a few thought starters, and I'm going to cover more of these on future podcast episodes. Plus, I'm also going to cover a load more marketing tactics that don't include Facebook ads, reels, or silly TikToks. Go to saleswithoutsocials.com.au and grab your copy now. Oh, hello there. Now, our topic today is one of my favorite marketing tactics due to its simplicity. Now it's not new. It is not super fancy. Anybody can do it regardless of how much marketing skill you have and it's free. So it ticks so many boxes. Do you want to know what it is? It's called guesting. Now guesting is a tactic that involves you being a guest on someone else's podcast, webinar, event as a speaker, or even contributing a guest blog or content. So it's basically a way to get in front of a lot of eyeballs all at once now. And there's usually people that have not likely heard of you before. And that's what makes it so powerful, right? The simplicity of the concept. So let's maybe consider some numbers for a minute. So if you can get in front of just one new audience each month, then you can amplify your reach and your brand significantly. So for example, if you present an an event with 100 people at it, several of those people might refer you um, and mention you to other people that that they know. And that has a flow on effect, let alone maybe, you know, if you pick up one or two potential leads from it. You can share your guest experience on your blog, in an EDM to clients, or in a podcast that you might do yourself if you have one, whatever is relevant. So again, you can further amplify that reach. Now, it also shows potential collaborators that you're open to the idea of guesting and collaborating. So, and, and also that you're capable of it and the new opportunities that come from that. Now, if you compare that to focusing on spending hours creating Facebook content to a handful of people that may actually see it, consider how long that would take 
for you to get in front of the same amount of people. So, you know, it would take a significant amount of time to have all that, all those people actually see your message and your content because we know organic reach is so low. Now, you can certainly share your guest experience on your socials as it's quick and easy to do and it helps to build your personal brand and that's okay. But remember, the purpose of using these tactics is so you don't have to spend huge amount of time to generate leads on social. So just take that into account. Yep, we can share it on social and that might take, you know, a very small amount of time to do that. But the idea of this is a bigger concept and a bigger tactic that we can use to get a lot more eyeballs um, in the short amount of time that we spend. So let's talk about where you start with guesting. So you all, the first thing you need to do is consider who has a similar audience to you, but is a complementary business. So of course, you don't want them to be competing business. You want some that's actually going to complement your product or your service. And you want them to have a similar audience to you. So for example, if your audience is, um, you know, business people or professional businesses in a certain demographic, you're probably not going to want to um, do some sort of a guesting spot on someone who targets tradespeople, for example, if that's not your audience, very different. So you want to make sure that they have a similar audience. And Seems like common sense, but it's an important point to remember. So if you are a lawyer targeting small businesses, then maybe partnering with an accountant might be, you know, might make sense to you. If you're a graphic designer, reaching out to marketers, website designers, brand specialists makes sense. Or if you're a hair salon, um, partnering with a beauty therapist is totally opposite obvious, right? So there's lots of examples there. So for me, as digital conversations, my focus is B2B professional services and service-based business. So when I started this process um, and this and using this tactic, I initially reached out to membership organizations of those groups. So for me, it was membership organizations in recruitment law and accounting to start with. And I've worked with a few of these on a regular basis now because what I offered was content to their members and their audience and expertise. And in exchange, I got more eyeballs on my brand and my business and it has worked for me and it continues to do so because the time and the effort for return adds up. So I know if I present a webinar to 50, 100 people, I'm going to get more people in front of me than I would spending three or four hours trying to figure out, you know, social media posts and posting on Facebook to see a handful of people see it. So the numbers again add up. Now, of course, the audience size will vary, but a one-to-many approach, which is what guesting is, gets better results as it gets you in front of more people all at once. So that one-hour guest webinar you run gets you seen and allows you to showcase your expertise. So speaking on stage for one hour or being part of a panel gets you seen by more people. Spending an hour to write a a guest blog post puts you in front of new people. So that small amount of time gives you a bit bigger outcome for effort on the back end. So it's all about getting seen by more people than you do socially and using organic reach. And of course, often they're going to be more of the right people as well, not just anybody, because this is a targeted approach that you're taking. So guesting allows more of the right people to get to know you, more of the right people to hear your expertise more of the right people to engage with you in your content, more of the right people to join your community post-event, 
and for you to build connection with more of the right people. Can you see a common theme here, guys? So you've also got to remember that there are advantages post-guesting as well. So if you've done a webinar, a podcast, you've been in an event, there are usually opportunities to get people to connect with you post those events. So whether it's offering a free PDF, um, if you give them a card, you can offer them 15-minute consults or whatever it might be, where you can share something after it to get you again in front of those people as a reminder of who you are and what you're about. And I always always recommend if you are guesting that you have some sort of free downloadable that you can share with them after that particular event or podcast or webinar or whatever it might be, because that's a takeaway. And again, that's going to get you in front of them and hopefully they'll download it and it gets them on your list as well, which means future marketing for you, right? It's, it's winning all over the place here. So why does it work so well? Well, scalability of message is one of those things. So often when we are out talking to clients, we're doing a lot of that work often one-to-one, right? And that takes time. So we're having multiple meetings in a week when we take into account the time it spends in a meeting, the time it takes to travel and prepare for it, that adds up. That can be, you know, two or three hours of time of your time to meet with one person. With a guesting approach, you can be in front of a lot of people in less time. Um, you can reach more eyeballs in less time, which makes more business sense. You've got the ability to leverage new opportunities that come for it. Um, they're time for effort. Certainly the numbers add up and you are seen as a trusted expert because when you're invited to be a guest on something, there's already a level of credibility there because again, they're inviting you as a guest. So they're seeing you as an expert in your space. So what do we want to be thinking about when it comes to guesting? So I've got a little action list here for you and it is a bit of a process. It's not Um, It's not going to happen overnight because you need to do a little bit of groundwork to get this process working for you. So the first thing I would suggest as part of your action list is to make a list of potential podcasts, events, blogs, et cetera, that you can potentially be a guest on. Now, a great place to start with this is with an industry body where your target client is. So for me, as as I mentioned, one of my target industries is recruitment. So I naturally went, well, who are the industry bodies or the membership organizations and other people who are working with a lot of recruiters? And that's where I started. Okay. So I started doing um, guest webinars for for these guys and, and workshops and so forth, because I knew I was getting placed in front of my target audience and it was a win for them as well. So that's the first place. The first thing to do is, is to create that list. Then you want to want to start to connect with the organizers or the hosts of those things. So if you're on LinkedIn, that's a good place to start. And we've spoken before about how LinkedIn has its own set of rules. You might want to follow their podcast or their blog. So you want to actually get to know them as well. So don't just pitch to someone straight off. You want to spend a little bit of time to, to be in front of them, whether it's commenting on things or, or whether it's meeting them in person at events. But you've got to have some sort of visibility because that's going to help you get a yes faster from them. Okay. So make sure you're connecting with the organizers or the hosts in some way to build some sort of relationship with them. Okay. And that can take a little bit of time at times, but again, be strategic in your approach. And it's all about getting to know them. So interact with them wherever you can. Um, it's, as I said, it could be as simple as 
commenting on their posts, on their blog, leaving a positive review on their podcast, sending them a quick message and saying, hey, I really enjoyed that particular episode or that particular article. Again, getting in front of them. Make sure that you personalize any pitch to them to show them that you understand their content. Okay, you want to have consumed it, read it, listened to it. Make it about them, not you. Because as soon as you make it about you, you will um, lose them straight away because they're thinking, well, they're just, they're, it's all about them. It's not about how we can collaborate in a way that is beneficial for both of us. So always be thinking about how it's best for them. Now, you also want to share the benefits, um, but make sure you make it short. So when you're pitching them and talking to them, you want to you want to be talking about how what you've got to offer will benefit them. But don't go in a massive long list because no one wants to read an email that's going to take them 10 minutes to read. Keep it short and sweet. A really simple thing that I often do is I'll send a little video. And what I'll do is I'll send that video link that explains a little bit more detail. And again, it doesn't need to be a long video. 60 seconds is, is enough. But you can get a lot more across in a video than what you might be able to in an email. And video shows your personality. It gives people a bit of an insight into who you are. So think about perhaps when you're going to pitch someone, include a little um, personalized video to them that's going to get a lot more information out and they're going to get a bit of an insight into who you are. Now, you might find that you get a chance to do paid and also free guesting opportunities. Now, I do both and I have done both in the past. There's a few things I consider when um, I say yes to these opportunities because I don't say yes to everything because sometimes it's going to take way more time and effort than what I think it's going to be um, in terms of potential outcome or benefit for me. So you want to be thinking um, if it is a free opportunity, first of all, is it my target audience? Is this going to get me in front of the people that I want it to? You'll also want to be conscious of numbers as well. So I have had opportunities before when I've been asked to do a half day workshop for free, but um, it's only in front of 10 people. So the amount of time and effort it was going to take for me to create all the content, travel to that, present it for 10 people, just wasn't worth it. So you need to be mindful of those types of things as well. So um, consider whether you can get paid opportunities and you might get a combination of both or free. And if it is free, make sure it is a really good fit for you because it will take you time to create whatever it is you're creating. So whether it's presenting at an event, on a webinar, on a podcast, for example. They can also lead to regular opportunities as well. So if you do a great job the first time and they get lots of great feedback, then I would certainly be reaching out to them again and saying, hey, can we do this on a regular basis? Whether it's once a month, once a quarter, whatever it might be, it's going to be case by case basis. But you want to become that expert for their audience. And this is the beauty of guesting is there are so many opportunities to be able to do that, okay? It takes a little bit of initial work up front, like most things that are all about quality, right? Do the work up front, but the time you take will certainly reap rewards for the time you've applied for it, okay? I've seen this myself. I do it all the time. When I look at how much time and effort it takes to pull together a webinar or or do a podcast interview or whatever it might be, the return is there, particularly when I compare that to the return on Facebook and Instagram and those types of um, platforms. And that's what we're all about at Sales Without Socials. It's about giving you other tactics that aren't focused solely on social media. So you can see that the upfront work pays off and it has 
bigger dividends for marketing over time. And also consider the fact that other people that are listening or watching or at those events that might go, hey, I want you to come and do the same sort of thing for me. So you can leverage that opportunity, which is one of the reasons why I love guesting so much. So you might find that you get a chance to do both free and and guesting opportunities, which is fantastic. That's what we're all about, right? That's what we want to do. It could lead to regular opportunities, as I mentioned, which is the case for me. You can become the go-to expert for their audience. And that's what we want. That ticks so many boxes. Guesting takes a little bit of initial work up front, which is what I said, but you'll get rewards from it. So Now, that's what I want to talk about on this episode. So this episode is a wrap, but I would love to hear how you go with guesting. So please reach out, share your your progress and your wins as you develop this marketing tactic. It is something that is so simple. As I mentioned, it will take a little bit of time to develop, but it is well worth the effort. And again, some of the, the tactics that I'm going to be sharing on this podcast aren't brand new things. They're not going to change the world. They're not glamorous, but they are simple and they are practical and they work. I know because I've used them and I know because other clients of mine have used them and have gotten great results from it. So take that into account when you think about what you're going to do with guesting and if it's right for you and if it's the best marketing strategy to get you in front of more people. So that's me for today's episode. Now, I want you to make sure you listen to our next episode because I am going to be talking to the Andrew Griffiths, renowned author and public speaker, about how he has used the power of words to generate new leads and why it is such a powerful tactic. Now, you're not going to want to miss this, so make sure you tune in for the next one. And thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Sales Without Socials. See you next time. Would you like to know how your business can make sales without using social media? Then a great place to start is with my free download aptly named Social Free Sales. In it, I share seven ways to supercharge your sales without a single social media post. And did I mention it's free? You'll find it at saleswithoutsocials.com.au. These are just a few thought starters and I cover much more juicy content in the Sales Without Socials program. So sign up for the waitlist if that sounds good to you. And you'll also find links in the episode show notes as well. Until next time you tune in, never let anyone dull your marketing sparkle.